There's many reasons why we should have long-term financial goals, but perhaps the biggest is to ensure that we have a financial security net during our golden years. But working out what it is that we want to achieve financially in our lives can be a struggle for some. Sure, there's the usual goals that many of us may aspire to, saving for a home, retirement, and our children's education. But what if your goals are different and you don't want the responsibility of owning a home? Or maybe you want to join the FIRE movement and retire at 40, or even younger for that matter. Welcome to Pocketful of Dirhams. I'm Felicity Glover, the personal finance editor at The National. Joining me today is Vijay Valetcha, the chief investment officer of Century Financial, who's here to help you get started on your financial goals. But before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your favourite podcasting app. Welcome to the show, Vijay. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're welcome. So let's start with the basics. How can you define financial goals for us? Well, financial goals is actually a very, very large term. So it actually depends on each person. For somebody, retirement planning can be a financial goal. For somebody, buying a car could be a financial goal. For somebody, education planning for their kids could be a financial goal. For some, even their next vacation can be a financial goal. So technically, anything that requires a larger sum of money in the future is defined as your financial goal. What will be the reason that you need that goal for? Okay, so the way I see it, there are short term, such as holidays, cars, etc., and long term. What are the first steps to identify long term financial goals and how do you begin that savings journey? Well, the idea is when you're planning a long term financial goal, You should be majorly, majorly looking at retirement. And that is where you start thinking of which place do you want to retire. That is definitely step one. Because every different location geographically in the world has different inflation levels, different cost of living. And so it's very important to define where would you actually think of a retirement or an educational fund for your children. So long-term goals are pretty much first step is geographic location. Then after that, you can go into other steps is the amount you require. So the amount you require is really important because you need to start saving or start investing from today to reach that goal. It's always easier to backtrack than to forward track. So most people get this wrong that they just save or invest whatever they think is what they can afford to today without thinking of what that actual goal is. We should always be planning on things that if we really require this kind of a retirement in this kind of a house, in this kind of a neighborhood, then what would be the cost at which, what age will I be able to buy it? And what is the money I need to be investing or saving today for that? So financial goal planning is majorly about backtracking. What do you foresee a future for yourself? Okay, that's interesting. So would, would you say that, you know, the ultimate financial goal for everybody would be retirement? Absolutely. The ultimate financial goal for everybody is retirement planning. Uh, in today's time, we all look for financial independence and we all hear it quite often, but we don't really plan for it. And that is something which has to be done because although we do believe in YOLO movements and FOMO movements, the real YOLO movement actually is that what are you going to do at the age where you can't really be earning as much as you're earning today? How does the saving come in for that? Okay. So what about I mean, not everybody has set financial goals. Maybe a lot of people don't even really think about them. So 
When you're setting them, do you have to take into account, you know, the different ages that a person that the people might be when, when they start setting financial goals? Absolutely, not just different ages when you are starting out to plan your goal, but also at what age do you want the financial independence? Many people from, uh, let's say, my parents' generation always thought retirement age was 70 years. Uh, people at my generation are very happy with the financial independence if they can achieve it at the age of 50. I personally believe that financial independence at the age of 40 really makes you free to explore yourself and explore what other talents you might have outside of your workplace. So it completely depends on not just when you're starting, but also when do you want the financial independence. Why I'm using the word financial independence so specifically and not just retirement planning is because many people of this generation would not want to retire, retire at 40, but wouldn't be wanting to work for a paycheck for the next paycheck going forward. So that is the idea of financial independence that people should be working towards. What about people who have different financial goals? I mean, yes, there are the usual ones. So retirement, saving for a home, children's education and things. What if they want different things in life? Can, you know, do they have, I mean, yes, we've we've agreed that retirement is, you know, the number one goal for everybody. But what if you don't have, you know, children, for example, or you don't want that responsibility of owning a home? Can you can you set different financial goals? Definitely. You can have multiple financial goals that if, let's say, you don't want to have children, so that actually reduces the burden of uh, childcare education, that is money saved. So it it can be well invested for more traveling, for uh, multiple uh, holiday homes. A lot of people actually don't have just one holiday home, but they have uh, four different holiday homes, one in Europe, one in Asia, one in the Americas. So there are different things that people can plan for themselves in the future. Okay, that's interesting and also good to know, I think, because I I think, you know, there is that that pressure to, um, you know, be like everybody else and I don't think that really applies, you know, in this day and age. I think in general, the older we get, the more we realize how unique every individual is. And it's not wrong to be unique. It's not that we have to be amongst the community that has to be just, you know, all together in the exact same boat. And again, the more sooner we realize, the uh, the better it is. But again, it is different people realize this at different parts of the life. And um, I'm also thinking as well, I think about, you know, the, how times have changed, you know, and our parents, for example, they were quite conservative in, you know, their financial goals um, compared with perhaps, you know, what, um, you know, people are faced with today. Do you think, would you say that, you know, our financial goals today are quite different to what our parents were thinking about? Absolutely. There's a huge difference uh, from generation to generation and also from culture to culture. There are different cultures with a very, very high savings ratio. There are some cultures which have a much higher spending ratio. So it completely depends from generation to generation. Of course, uh, the earlier generations were a little more conservative. Uh, In today's generation, people do believe in spending for today, spending and traveling today, having uh, different kinds of brands, different kinds of cars, different kinds of homes. So the spending has gone up. And while that has gone up, the eventual goal, generation changes, and even the culture changes, but the eventual goal is that you don't want to be in a position that you cannot be able to afford something which you think is a basic in today's time in the future when you are not able to earn that much. 
So that is the major macro level thinking that actually remains the same for all generations and across all cultures. Mm, absolutely. And just finally, I, and I know that there are people out there like this, some people could be concerned that they've not set any financial goals, short term or long term. Is it never too late to begin? It is never too late to begin. Financial goal planning is pretty much like, let's say, a weight loss program or a workout regime. It's, it, it requires discipline, it requires consistent attention, and most importantly, it's never too late to start. So even if I couldn't lose weight five years back, doesn't mean I shouldn't be losing weight today. How much ever I can, I should be trying it every time. So that is why it is something which people do believe that oh, I'm too late for this. You're never too late for it. The earlier you start, obviously it gets easier, but it's just not that you cannot start it later. Thanks this week to Vijay Valetcha of Century Financial. If you'd like to know more about setting financial goals, head to thenationalnews.com slash business slash money. And if you'd like advice on your personal finance issues, you can write to me at pf@thenationalnews.com. And remember, PF stands for personal finance. Please do subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your favourite podcasting app to receive updates. And also leave us a review so we know what you think. This episode was produced by Dua Farid and Arthur Edison, and I've been your host, Felicity Brother.